0: It is great to be here. It's great to have each and every one of you here. I even want to welcome everybody who's watching us online. You are a part of this as well, even though you're not here. If you ever get a chance to come and be with us in person, please do that. Otherwise, it's great to have you. We are continuing our series. Obviously, we started last week, Easter. I mean, Easter is kind of everything in the whole Christian world. And about Easter, about Jesus Christ living a sinless life, dying a criminal's death and rising from the dead changes everything it changes everything in history it changes everything for eternal future it changed everything jesus was the key to all of that and if you weren't here for easter i want to encourage you to watch that message online share that with your friends everybody in the world needs to hear that okay thank you thank you everybody needs to hear that Uh, We can't go on any further until we first discover that. And uh, last week, the whole thing about Jesus and what He changes, I mean, He changes everything for eternity. Because of Jesus, every human being can go to heaven and know they're going to heaven, have an eternity with God because what Jesus did was sufficient to cover everything that we need to be with God for Him for eternity. And uh, it's awesome and it's great. And uh, I, I think we're going to move on and, and probably uh, talk about this changes everything for, for four more weeks after this. And the rest are probably going to have to do with more of life. Eternity's great. It's the most important thing that we need to take care of first. But what about life? Putting our faith in what Jesus Christ did for us Sets our eternity. But what about now till then? Some of you only got a couple years. Some of you might have 40 or 50. But in our whole 80 plus years of life, generally speaking, how does that affect life? If you're anything like me, and not all of you are, but if you are anything like me, when I put my trust in Jesus Christ, I understood that he was perfect from God I understood that I wasn't that there was no way I could live up to God's standards and that that's why Jesus took that penalty he did it for my sake not for his but for me and I and I understood that and from that day forward it took away this wonder about eternity and even took away some fear about eternity now I still feared the dying process but I really no longer feared that I was secure. I will be with God in heaven for eternity. And that helps. I mean, that, that was a great thing. But nothing else in my life had changed. Maybe you too. Nothing changed for, for a long time. It eventually did, and I'll explain that. But uh, for, for, a, for a long time, probably for a few years, I put my faith in Jesus. I knew I would go in heaven. I was going to heaven but this life still was icky. I still had to go to work every day and deal with all the relationship stuff and the difficulties and the work hard and trying to please everybody and make sure everything's paid and try to do all this stuff. That never changed. I mean, life was still a grind. and It, was, it didn't give me any more joy going to work. You know? It didn't, it didn't help. Oh, I know Jesus. You know, it, it didn't help at all. As a matter of fact, I still had some anger that didn't change. I still had some pride. I am male. That's there. Okay? I still had that. I, I still had a desire to. I don't know where this desire came from, but I just wanted $300 million. <laughs> I don't know what for. But th- that didn't go away. I'm going to heaven when I die. But until then, $300 million would be awesome, you know? And, and so that, none, none of my life didn't change. And for many of you, it was probably the same way until I discovered something. And I, and I really did. I, I had to learn. And it's a process. We call it you know, a, a spiritual growth process of knowing besides going to heaven, what else did Jesus, His price do for me? And I think uh, uh, this is so amazing and this is so wonderful. And, and, and if you know it, it's a great reminder. If you don't know it, this is so freeing and this, this will absolutely change our life this this will make all the difference it really will and that is how god isn't just in heaven but but listen to this this is kind of where the name of our church even came from he was delivered jesus was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification so i could be right with god and be with god that's what jesus did that for us He says, therefore, or because of that, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. Let that sink in for a minute. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, not in ourselves, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. This this idea that we we have peace with God. That, that we have access to the very throne of God. God isn't just in heaven for when we die, but actually I get to have a connection and a relationship with God right now. Now that changes everything about life. That I can go to God, talk to God, experience God, ask for what he's working and active in, in our lives. And this this too, just one more verse just to make it so crystal clear. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I almost felt southern there. Freedom and confidence. With freedom and confidence, we can go to God. Think about how this changes everything. Heaven is awesome, but I can live my life right now. You and I can live our lives with absolute confidence to go to God. I don't have to butter him up. I don't have to go through any kind of ceremonial stuff. I don't have to like stand a certain way or be a, go to a certain place. I have free access to the very presence of God because of Jesus right now to just talk to him, Father. Father, I need you. Father, I get this. Oh, I'm dealing with this. Hey, you want to join in me with this? You you want to help me? You want to live with me and and work with me through these things? And he does it changes everything about life when we are actively we know this thing about just being with god as a matter of fact i think this is why king david was able to write this down it was through this experience that he was filled with the holy spirit that he could probably the most famous psalm most of us have probably heard it he says the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing God is with me. He is with me. He's bigger than me. He is my shepherd. As I go through life, hey, He's always there. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Just get that picture, that word picture of what that's like. He leads me beside quiet waters even though everything around me is like a storm and I can't pay the bills and my wife wants this and the kids got to take care of that. that. Hey, you know what? Father, I need You and he helps and he, he, he just calms those energies, things. and uh, he refreshes my soul he guides me along right paths for his name's sake and even though I walk through the darkest loneliest painfulest valleys I will fear no evil why for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me that through life before we get to heaven we get to be with God now and no matter what we go through and some of us are going through the darkest valleys we've ever experienced but as we go through those dark valleys we are not alone that he is with us and I know sometimes we feel like nobody knows this hurt Nobody knows this rejection that I am going through. Nobody understands. I I can't even share. I can't put into words what this feels like. God knows. And God's with us. And it matters. And it makes a difference. Going through this life, knowing that we have free access to God changes everything about life. Everything completely. Completely about our life. But there's something, even, there's something even deeper, more personal than God working with us and doing things for us and doing life with Him. And it has to do with what God does in us. I would say for us, but He's not like working around us. It's actually what He does in us. Because this absolutely changes everything because what god does is he completes us sounds like jerry mcguire doesn't it okay not that way he completes us and i know life and most of us feel like we're pretty complete you know i'm okay i'm good i got myself the truth is and i mean the truth and the fact is our lives are very, very complicated. Our lives have a lot of detail. This is a puzzle I stole from my grandkids. Our life is like this puzzle. It's very, very complicated. It's very, very intricate. It has many, many pieces to it. And whether we are aware of it or not, our life has big holes in it. You and I are not complete without God. We're not. We have have areas in us that is a void. And even though we are a person, we have these voids in us that bother us. Now, we might not notice, gosh, you know what? I'm really missing something here and it really bothers me. We may not notice it, but we can be aware of it when we ask ourselves some questions. Why do I keep striving? Why do I keep striving for more? Why? I don't know. I just do. I just need more. I need, I need more relationships. I, I, I need love. I don't know why I control the people around me. I don't know why I, I watch this. I don't know why I'm so detailed in my relationships. And I don't know why it has to be that way. But maybe, maybe the why is because I'm trying to fill a hole that as a person... I need love. I need it really bad. And I need it and, and so so I'm doing this and I, I'm controlling people and I'm making sure I got I got everything lined up and nobody's really I treat everybody right because I because I have this incredible need inside of me that I am not really complete, but I'm trying to fill it with whatever method or way I can. Or or money. How much is enough? A little more than what I got, I'll tell you that. Why is it that we are striving for something we can't put our finger on, but we keep going because we feel like somehow there will be a sense of contentment when I get it? I need that million mark for retirement. Until you get close and you think, okay, two million. My financial advisor says three million. We keep striving for it. Why? Trying to fill some security, we we stri- and, and here's what we do. Here, every one of us do this. We got different pieces. They're not a part of us. This is from a different puzzle I stole. Uh, we try to look for entertainment, and we we have this void here, and we we're tr- we keep trying to force. Well, if I just get more entertainment, I will be satisfied. I'll be complete. I got to try to put that in there. Well, maybe that piece don't work. More entertainment. You know, it's got to be better entertainment. Did you know? I heard something this week. Is this true? There are eight hundred million TV shows and movies out there. Wow. We need more. We need more. We got to fill that in there. Or uh, you know what? Toys. I need more toys. Why? I'm bored. I got. I just got to, here. This is. Let me. Ju- you know what? Something's missing. I don't know what it is, but I just need more toys. Well, don't you have six now? Yeah, I know, but they're a year old. I, can, I need a new one. I need faster. I need bigger. I need better. I need more furniture. I need a new house. i got to try to... I, 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 we're in, and our lives, we're trying to put these in there and it just doesn't work. But we keep trying because, well, if I just try a little harder, maybe I'll squish it in there and make it work. It's not working. And here's what's really interesting about this. We know that. We know. We've all been there. You all, every one of us, have said to ourselves more than once, well, if I just had that car, I'd be happy. Well, if I just had this, I'd be satisfied. Well, if I just got more, I'd be satisfied. Another relationship, another job, another place, another vacation, more money, what it is. Hey, some of us, I will be really happy if I look really good And my kids are really obedient and they're doing good in their sports and I'm thinner than everybody else. I'll really make it. Guess what? You can't get that thin and still live. The point is, whatever it is that we keep trying to fill, it's fooling us. That's not, it's not gonna happen. God is the only one that completes our lives. There's no other way. It is only God that can complete us. It is only God that that place, these things missing in our life, only He can fill. We say, Father, I need you. Until we allow God to fulfill our lives, our lives, some more than others, will be about us. It has to be. It's about me. Why? I have needs. I have holes in my life. And you know what? I I will act like I'm not selfish. And I will make it look like I'm not being selfish. But every one of us, our life is about us. It's about me. That I need recognition. I need position. I need you to love me. I need enough money. I need a little more of this. I need some time off. I need all that. Because we're trying in our own effort to fill these holes that only God can fill. I'm not God. (laughs) When we have free access to God, we say, Father, I need you. I don't need to know more about you. I don't need to obey you more. Those are different issues. But Father, I need you. You created me. That only you make me complete. Only you. You're the one who made me in your image and in your likeness. God, nothing else is going to fill me. Nothing else is going to satisfy. I need your presence. I need to experience your glory, your healing, and your fullness in me. Because only you can make me complete. Only you. And when we're complete... We don't have to try to love others. We're so full of love that we just see others. When we're complete, we don't have to try hard to forgive. We don't need anything else. We're we're satisfied. We can forgive. Uh, When we're fulfilled, we don't need to be angry because we're fine. When we're complete, this is how God created us to be. And when we put our faith in Jesus, we have free access to God. And he changes everything as he fulfills our lives. The Bible talks about this in many places. But listen to how Paul kind of describes this. He says, I know what it is. He's been there. He's no different than us. He says, But I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. How much money would you pay to know the secret of being content, to being full, to being satisfied in every situation? He goes on and says, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want, I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. I've learned the secret to being content, he says that I've learned all this that God fills God satisfied and God brings contentment. I don't need it from you. I don't need it from money. I don't need it from recognition. I don't need it from power. I don't need it from prestige. I don't need it from entertainment. I already have it and I'm full. Jesus offers this so clearly. And he says this to you and I today as well. He said, then Jesus declared, he said this, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never go thirsty. He's not talking about bread and water. He's talking about this, this, us. Whoever comes to me will be satisfied. You're not going to be hungry or thirsty striving for more and more and more and I need this and i got to have this and I'm just not happy and I'm angry and I'm, I'm not good and I'm holding that grudge because you're, and I'm fighting for my own life. And I, You know what? Satisfied. Come to me and you'll be satisfied with the presence of God absolutely fulfilling our lives. How else do you think the Apostle Paul and Silas after being whipped and chained, thrown into a dark, cold, damp dungeon, not knowing if they're going to live or die, how could they be singing praises to God? They weren't overcome with hatred, evil, complaining. You know what they were? They were just as good as when they were outside, not in chains. The circumstances didn't matter. Why? Why? Because they're complete no matter where they are. They're complete no matter how people treat them. They were complete no matter what the circumstances or what happened to be absolutely complete. Because that is our lives. We, God offers to complete us with what only He can do. And when He does, then we stop taking. We stop conniving. We stop lying. We stop cheating. We's, just love people. Love God. Let Him flow through us. I've shared this many times, but there's a guy named Dave Reaver, and this was many years ago. But he, had a, uh, he was in uh, Vietnam, and he had a phosphorus grenade blow up in his face. And he survived it, but his face was blown off, and he was terrible. And I, I went to see him one time, and I met him, he, he was a guy that was so gross to look at. I mean, he, he put a fake ear on his nose, his eyes, his face. He just, you can imagine phosphorus burning your face off, what that would look like. But I'll tell you what, with no teeth and half a jaw, and I like this, he was like the happiest guy I ever saw. He was so happy. He didn't need a face. He didn't need what other people thought of him. He didn't need, you know what? God gave him everything he needed. And that was to be complete, loved, secure, having God's glory and fullness fill him. And you and I all know, maybe today's the day we can just admit it. As much as I try to look for happiness, I just need one more, a little more. I'm not saying that we don't need these things. Okay, that's not the point. The point is, what's driving us? Can we be honest with ourselves and say, because I think it will give me something, that's not going to. And sometimes it takes us so long. A lot of you know that I love bow hunting, I hunt white-tailed deer a lot. But uh, for the last thirty-five years, I've told my wife. Uh, she's, you're hunting too much, you're being irresponsible. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've got to be in the woods every minute of the day. And I tell her all the time. Oh, it's always the same story. Same story. Think about yourself. Don't worry. As soon as I get this buck that's on camera, I'll be done. I'll be satisfied. Do you know what she says? You know. No, you won't. No, you won't. It'll be one more after that. No, honey, trust me. Been there? Trust me. Well, after, yeah, okay. But really, one more and I'll be... I have 70 of those on my wall at home. When will we ever learn? Only God satisfies us. You think about this. Really, this changes everything. Nothing else is going to change your life. Nothing. Nothing else is going to complete your life. And that's the truth. It is only in a relationship with God can we be complete. Because God created our life, as confusing as it is, to only be filled with Him. The question is this, how do we do that? How do we do that? Well, I'll just obey more. That's good to do, but that ain't going to cut it. I'll just read the Bible more. That will help, but that ain't going to cut it. It's this simple and this clear. You and I have to make a decision to be with God. It's called the relationship. And relationships are hard. Say amen, somebody. Relationships are hard. Relationships mean that we need to be engaged. Relationships mean we need to pay attention. Relationships mean we need to listen. Relationships mean we need to be honest. And number one, relationships take time. This is the hardest thing you'll ever do as a Christian. Following a 10 list is easy. Obeying God is easy compared to this. It is simple, but it is the hardest thing we will ever do. Is to take out time to spend with God. To say no to all the urgent things in life. To do the most important thing. Because it will never seem urgent, ever. But you and I have to realize, if I'm striving to fill something, then I'm not letting God fill it. Having a relationship with God takes time. It takes being deliberate. It takes making a time to do it. And and I'll I'll tell you this, there's many many ways to spend time with God. Uh, Reading your Bible is a good thing to do. If you're reading in a way to say, God, I want you to speak to me. I want to have a relationship with you as you're reading it. Coming to church is awesome. We get to worship and we get to connect and think about God. That's part of it. Night of worship, which is coming up, is one of the easiest ways to connect with God. When when we're singing and we're worshiping God, to focus at just me and you, God. and This is working on relationship, experiencing your love and your power and your presence and what you've done for me and what you want to do in my life. But the best is to just be quiet before God. Hardest thing you'll ever do. We live in a world of noise. We live in a world of distraction. But if you and I want our lives to be complete, we have to allow God to complete us in a relationship. And for most of us, it's something we're not used to doing. We're just not used to blocking everything off, going to a lonely place. The Bible refers to it as a closet sometimes. But going to a lonely place, just you and God. Where you talk to God, you engage, you're focused, you listen to God. It's hard. It takes time. Lots of time. It's the most rewarding thing you'll ever do in your life. Ever, ever, ever. It's the most fulfilling and rewarding. So today, we got a couple minutes. Uh, we, we just purposely wanted to just do that right now. Only for five minutes. But to just spend some time with God. Some of us, we, we've really never done that. You will discover right now how hard it is. I know that we don't have a pad of paper with us right now, but when I do this in my own life, I always have a pad of paper and a pen there because as I'm spending time with God thoughts will come up oh I'm supposed to call so and so if I don't write it down I never connect with God I'm gotta call so and so, gotta call so and so like I can't focus on God I'm thinking about that or you know you gotta pick up something or whatever you got in your life so as you practice this at home or at work, wherever you do it write it down, okay, you wanna keep trying to stay focused on God and not be distracted. So let's do that right now, okay? And uh, you don't have to close your eyes, but right now it would be easier to avoid distractions, to just close your eyes. And for five minutes, we are just going to practice this relationship thing. Father, here we are. We have one purpose right now for the next few minutes. The purpose is to just be with you. Father, I know that you're here. I know that you are present with me. There's nothing between us. You are just actually been waiting the last 25 minutes for us to get to this point. You just want to be with us and speak to us and fill us with your love and your glory and your satisfaction and your purpose. You want to complete us with your presence being in us. Father, we welcome you in our lives. We ask you to fill us with your Holy Spirit, new right now. Magnify your presence in us so that we don't just know about your love, but we feel your love in us. Father, your glory, wherever you are, your glory, which goes forever, fill us with your glory. Father, may we sense your heart, your love for each one of us, that we are special to you. We are your favorite That you just want to stay with us. Father, may your your forgiveness and your grace, your fullness, your glory, may it just push out of our lives all the hurt and the pain may it just seem to subside next to you. May we sense your forgiveness so complete. May we know what it's like to be free. Free. Free from our past. Free from the weight of obeying certain things. Free from performing. We can just be we're going to just be in your presence fill us father i'm just going to stop talking and just let you you be in us You're so full of <coughs> joy. Flood our hearts with joy. Yeah. <coughs> May we realize special we are we're so special hand created by you don't need to prove anything to you Father your love is your love Father, we ask you to complete us. Complete us. Constantly. May we be aware of your presence in us. May we experience being complete all the time. I know it's called growth. I know it's a process. But Father, as we continue this process, we know that you will always be there. We are free. We have peace with you, access to you, and freedom to come to you. You are always there. As we, uh, as we step, as we go on the rest of the service now. Lord, may this just be the beginning of a newer, growing relationship that we have with you. Thank you, Father, for listening. Thank you for being here. Amen. Uh, as you and I start this practice in our life, be aware. This is how God created us to be whole and complete. It can only be done with Him. But there's nothing like it. There's nothing more satisfying. There's nothing more awesome than being completely whole in God. It needs a constant, constant relationship. It's not something we do once and then don't visit again. It's called living a life in relationship with God. Let's continue to do it because it absolutely changes everything well there you go